Hey guys, welcome back to the Millionaire Marriage Podcast. This is Taylor Kovar with Jeremy Gilliam. And today we're going to be talking about transitions. Transitions are a normal part of life. And although they usually leave us feeling overwhelmed at times, they're not going away. Jeremy, yeah. you and I were talking about this off, off um, mic. And so we were talking about transition and all the different ways people can overcome transitions yeah. and how there's all kinds of types of transitions. So I'm going to let you take it away and get us started this morning. Sure. So I think navigating transitions as a couple is really important. I think navigating it successfully is really important. I mean, like you just said, regardless of what we do, transitions are going to happen and overcoming and navigating as a couple is incredibly important. Um, I'll talk about our, our, a little a transition that me and my wife had personally. Yeah. But before then, I want to get into, I want to talk about um, a, a, a we are killing it this morning we are <laughs> killing crushing it. it yes i don't remember right, what you, i said you, yeah you started with uh okay. i was gonna talk about something personal or yeah. something yeah but i want to talk about first a book by peter scazzaro it's called the emotionally healthy leader uh, emotionally healthy leadership but he talks about transition and i remember reading this and this was several years after mine and my wife's difficult transition and I wish I had known this. I wish I had read this six, seven, eight years ago because transitions are so natural. Here's what he said. He said, before a new beginning can emerge, an ending must take place. And that ending must be final. Endings are a death and death is final. Nothing new takes place without an ending. Or in the words of the Roman philosopher Seneca, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. Wow. So here's why that, that to me is, is so powerful. So uh, I'll tell you about the transition we went through. Yeah. I, I think you know about it. So we were pastoring a local assembly here and it was one of those situations where we felt like we would be there forever. Like this was our quote unquote forever home. Like we're, we're never leaving yeah. and things kind of developed and unfolded. And we felt like it was, it was time for us to resign we weren't expecting that we weren't prepared for it. It wasn't something we planned. It wasn't on our radar. And so when it started coming, when the transition was taking place, it really did feel like death. It felt like something was dying. And why that's so important to understand is because transitions often can cause like seasons of grief to happen because it really does feel like something is dying. And I remember when we told our kiddos, um, they were a lot younger than they are now. Bentley was seven and Audrey was, she had to have been four and we resigned on a Tuesday night. And I remember sitting them down that evening and talking to them, Hey, just want you to know kind of what happened this evening. And I said, daddy resigned as pastor. And they just kind of looked at me and I said, do you guys know what that means? They said, No. I said, daddy's no longer going to be the pastor of Westside and their faces are etched into my, I'll never forget their face. And I wasn't prepared for the transition. My wife wasn't prepared for it. Our kids definitely were not prepared for it. And so I think having some type of framework, knowing that when transitions do come, now this may be a job, this could be family transitions, a literal death. I think having some type of framework is very beneficial. But here's what I will say as well is that the whole, the ending of something 
or the beginning of something comes as as something else is ended is so powerful because had we not done that, had that transition not happened, then that quote unquote death didn't take place. Yeah. I don't even know that we would be doing even this podcast together. That's unfortunate. Well, no, but yeah, but, I mean, but, but, when, you, but yeah. when you think about it, it's like these other this other season of life wouldn't have been born had that season not died. Had yeah. that had that had that season not come to an end. And then so you kind of look at things and go, well, in the middle of transition, it's very, very challenging because you don't see the full picture. You don't see what's coming next. Or sometimes you have an idea, right? If it's a job transition, you're like, okay, well, I know we're moving across country. I know we're going to be doing X, Y, or Z, but you don't, you don't fully see the the big picture down the road, especially when you're caught in the middle of the transition. And And, and we don't know some, some of these transitions are much faster. Yeah. Right. Some are are really quick. So if there's an an accident and and death occurs or, um, as you mentioned, you you didn't expect to ever leave that church and it was home, right? It was home. And I can imagine your kids who are seven and four at the time. That's that's probably a church they had been grown up in. The only church they ever been to, right? Only church they ever been to. It was a huge transition for not only you, not only you know you and your spouse Erica, but also your kids and all of those different transitions. I mean, you're managing transitions on a personal level, sure. on a relationship level, on a family level. Yeah. Um, that's that's huge. Um, and so so what are what are some ways that we can kind of help our listeners work through their own transitions? Yeah. Yeah. So. I- I think the first thing is even if it's a happy transition, right? So even if it's a a transition that you all are wanting, transition and change can be stressful. And I think just having that in your mind at the very beginning that cha- that change is challenging and it can be stressful even if it's a even if it's a good change, even if it's a hack, like, hey, we're all excited about moving to Hawaii. Or we have a new baby. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll stick with Hawaii. Though. Okay. <laughs> uh, no. But you know, even if the yeah, even if the transition is, is exciting, hey, we're gonna go live in the Caribbean or something super and having a baby is exciting too. So just I was just being <laughs> silly. But just I think just having it up front, just knowing that change is stressful and change is challenging even if the change is a happy change. So kind of keeping that in mind at the very beginning, not going into change, not going into transitional periods with an idea that everything is going to be great and not going into it with rose colored glasses, even if it's a change you're excited about just realizing that change is challenging. Change can produce stress. It often does. It produces anxiety. A lot of times stepping into the unknown produces anxiety as well. So I think the first thing is just realizing that, change it can be stressful yeah yeah that reminds me of a quote by william bridges it says it is when we are in transition that we are most completely alive huh. and, and to me i think that speaks so much because we we really see our true emotions sure you know we've went sure. through some changes in our marriage and, and through things some good and some bad where we really kind of find ourselves. yeah right well, we, we get to know who we really are in maybe those times of trouble um in those times of transition of what is my next step? Yeah. Um, and, and these next steps are on me. Um, and looking back and seeing how um, those steps guided us to where we are today is very important. And knowing that you're you're actually in that period of transition. Yeah. And sometimes those periods are quick, and sometimes they last for months on end yes. as you're as you're working your way through things. So like grief, right? Or you're working through a, a move and um, or adding a baby to a home. You know, it's not an immediate thing. Yeah. I had a meeting or a conversation with uh, a guy here in our office the other day. 
Um, his wife was having a baby, and I, was, I told him, I was like, man, here's some things I wish I would have known yeah. <laughs> when we had a kid, right? And and his eyes got bigger and bigger and bigger um, as he realized, hey, it's not just a, we're going to go to the hospital, we're going to have a kid, and yeah. everything's going to be happy ever after, you know, after that. And so, you know, I think really knowing you're in that transition and you're finding yourself during that is vitally important and keeping a clear mind yeah. as you work through the Absolutely. Transition. I think that kind of what comes to mind is, going into transition with appropriate expectations. Because mm. I think if, I think often transitions, how I don't want to say often, I don't know. It, it seems to be for us that transitions often take longer than you think they will. Okay, so you use like the example of, of bringing home a new baby. You're talking like, we're talking years of things constantly changing. But when you go into it going, oh, well, you know, things may be a little different for you know four or five weeks, nah, no big deal. And then you don't realize that, hey, this transition is actually going to take a little bit longer and navigating this is difficult. And so I think just kind of going into transition and change with good expectation, um, I think may, may be part of it. Just kind of solving some of the equation is, okay, if I go into this with, okay, I don't know how long this this season is this this period is going to be but if i go into it knowing however long it's going to take i'll i'll let it take that long and not get into a hurry but also i mean same same time you don't you don't want to be not looking forward to the future but i think just going into it with with a good expectation so navigating this as a couple there are three things i want to talk about yeah and then i have several other things uh, and i know you do as well um the first thing i think really is just talking talking it out talking out the transition, keeping that that open line of communication with your spouse. When you are trying to navigate these moments successfully, talking it out together is huge. Constantly and regularly keeping communication open so that you are having a flow with your spouse to know, hey, when things, okay, for instance, and this is just keeping things out when transit, keeping things open when transition is happening, because what can happen is things can get, things can get lost in, so that there's the old saying, things can get lost in, in translations. So like if you have two mm, people yeah. communicating and there's two different languages, like it's lost in translation. Yeah. Lost in translation. <laughs> right. Um, and so this is lost in transition, right? Communication can be lost in transition. Yeah. And so just keeping it open so that when things do get difficult. So I, I was I was talking with an individual, I'll just leave it at that. And they were detailing like some of their transitionary stresses. And my question was, well, have you have you talked to your spouse about that? No, I haven't. Well, why not? Well, this time is already challenging enough. Yeah, but it's going to be even more challenging if things are difficult at home because you're not keeping communication flowing with your spouse in the middle of transition. And so I think just talking it out together with your spouse, making sure that communication is open. No, I completely agree. There was a time um, back about a year after we got married, and and um, we've told the story um, not on the podcast but in other places about how we've been dating since we were in high school got married, thought we knew everything about each other. And literally a year in, we're like, Hey, I think this is it. Right. Let's just go ahead and yeah. call this quits before we bring kids into this. Um, and ended up working through it. But I remember whenever we, we really decided, Hey, we were going to make this thing work. We just got away. 
you know, it's just me and Megan. Yeah. We, we, we went away for three or four days, hold up in a hotel room and just talked. Right. Um, and we just spent time together talking and then we can, we carried that forward. We went and had counseling and therapy yeah. and they encouraged us to, you know, spend time every day communicating one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, one time in particular, it was in hunting season and she was like, I was going to go hunting. She said, Hey, I'm gonna go with you. And I was like, great. You know, this is rare, but let's, that's cool. Let's go. And we went out, put two chairs out in the middle of the woods and we just sat and talked for hours. I and mean, there was no hunting done. There was yeah. no deer seeing probably because we were talking. <laughs> um, but it, it was keeping that communication. We were doing whatever we could to keep communication open. Yes. Um, because it is important, right? When we talk about being on the same team, you can't have a good team if there's not not communication. Yeah. You've got to be able to talk to each other and trust your spouse, knowing that you know God put you two together to work through this together. Yeah. There's things I'm strong at that Megan's weak at. There's things that she's strong at that I'm weak at. And it takes both of us. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're, we're hopefully now a cord that's not easily broken yeah. um, because we both have our strengths that we're bringing to the table. Absolutely. I think this kind of leads into the, the second point, and that's commit to communicate ahead of time. Ooh, that's good. Commit to communicate ahead of time, meaning that you, you have to commit to one another. So we say on the podcast, I mean, communication is key. It really is. Commit to communicate ahead of time. Because it's like... Noah, when he was building the ark, if he waited until the flood came to build, it was too late. It's good. So that means like we have to be doing this. We have to have a man. You have to have a strong foundation and a, a strong, a strong level of communication before difficult times come before difficult transitions come, even if they're happy transitions before those come. So commit with your spouse that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to communicate on purpose together ahead of time so that when we get there, there's nothing new. This is something we've been doing the whole time. Yeah. No, I agree. So two analogies that, that immediately came to mind when you said that was, you know, when we play sports, you know, we, we practice how we play. Right, or we play how we practice, and that's why we practice. Is we practice, we practice, we practice, so that when the game time comes, it's there. And the same thing with business. You know, whenever we start a new business, um, we kind of map out all the different scenarios when we bring on a new client, all the different scenarios. And one of those is, what if this fails? Yeah. You know, how, what 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 are we going to do if A doesn't equal B? Right. Yeah. If, it, if it doesn't flow the way it's supposed to, how are we going to navigate that? And I think you said it the right way. You know commit ahead of time you know commit hey we're already doing this ahead of time so that when transition does occur whether good or bad transition that we know we're, we're already going to be we're, yeah. we know we're going this route we Absolutely. know we're going to keep communication we know we're going to keep it to where we're not running off to a friend or someone else to talk to we're keeping this with us and we're working with us or with a mental health professional yeah so, yeah. yeah i think that so the next the next area then would be be positive on purpose be positive on purpose. So John Gottman, he we've talked about Gottman a lot. Yeah. Um, he talks about the power of positive, 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 positive sentiment override, or the opposite, negative sentiment override. In other words, the overall mood of the relationship is it positive or negative? And so this is being intentional. This isn't this isn't like the whole pie in the sky. I'm like, oh, just everything's amazing, but it's. Am I going to be speaking life into this situation or am I not going to be? Is this going to be a situation that is positive or negative and keeping being intentional, being positive on purpose, I think will help in the transition and navigating some of that. So also, I I also do think about 
how couples can be in transition and they can let transition cause them to be bitter instead of causing them to to be better right yeah. there's the i'll be better or better yeah uh but no but seriously i think having positivity on purpose can help couples navigate this in a way that will help them not get bitter i'll say during times of difficult transition because it's it's easy when you're already hurting what's like uh, john Gottman, not john Gottman. uh john maxwell said uh, hurting people hurt people yes and so when you're hurting, it is so much easier to hurt those around you, especially the people you love because they're there. And so the idea behind being positive on purpose is I am not going to let this, if it's a difficult transition, I'm not going to let this difficult transition cause me to be bitter. I'm going to cause this. I'm going to allow this to cause our relationship to grow deeper by finding the good in the situation I'm in. Not that every situation is good, but finding the good in that situation. And that at times can be really challenging. It can be difficult because, especially when transition is challenging, it's so easy to only see the bad. But if we are going to be navigating this transition successfully, it's finding the good in the situation and knowing that at even if things are difficult, there is some good that can come out of this transition. Like, yeah. the, like the example I gave you with our family, I mean, navigating that was unbelievably challenging, but all of the things that have happened as the result of, of us just being resilient and not giving up and not quitting and not just saying, well, well, this isn't how we thought things were going to work out. So we might as well just call it a day or this isn't how we thought things would be. So now we just get bitter at life and bitter at God and bitter at each other, bitter at our kids because this isn't what we wanted. This isn't how we thought things were going to work out, but instead being positive on purpose, but then also having some resilience, not, not giving up at the first sign of challenge, not breaking down and calling it quits just because things get difficult. And yes, change can be difficult. Transitions can be very challenging. Navigating them can be at times unbelievably challenging. But having a predetermined idea in your marriage that even when transition does happen, we're not quitting. Yeah. We're not giving up. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like I think there's times, uh, you know, Megan and I have looked back a lot on the struggles we faced earlier in our marriage. And, and even though there's things I wish, you know, in theory, I wish would never had occurred, right? I, yeah. I wish we would have chose, we had made better decisions. But I also know during that time of transition there, during those times of trouble, is what made our marriage who we are today. Yeah. You know, it led us down this road of becoming youth pastors and, yeah. and moving into this newlywed ministry, yeah. this podcast, you know, yours right. and our relationship. Um, you know, it led us to where we are today. Whereas I know that had we stayed where we currently were, you know, had we not allowed ourselves to go through that transition, absolutely, we wouldn't be here. And so I'm reminded a lot of, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. Yeah. And and I tell people that all the time, like, you know, newly would say, it's okay to go through struggles. Yeah. You're going, trust me, you're going to go through them, right? Just because you, regardless, regardless, right. It's going to happen your first year, second year, you're going to go through struggles. Um, and you're going to have to go through changes, whether that's career, you know, when I was, um, 
when I graduated college, I thought I was going to immediately walk into this new career and the market collapsed. Yeah. Nobody was hiring finance people. Right. And, and so we had just spent, you know, a few years and tons of money getting yeah. this degree that in theory was worthless for several years. You know, very tough transitions. Yeah. Um, you know, my dad passed away a few years ago. I mean, just yeah. unexpectedly, very tough transitions, but we had set a good base already. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe, you know, when my dad passed away, we had, we had a, a very good base for me and Megan kind of drew together. Um, previously, we, we didn't. And we had really had to bring in some extra help and really work through it together as a yeah. couple because we didn't have that base. And so even if you're looking, listening to this and you're like, well, I'm in the middle of a transition and me and my spouse, we don't communicate now. Yeah. You still can. You, yeah, you there's still time. Can. There's still time. Absolutely. Um, I was teaching our, our newlywed class last Wednesday, and we were talking about you know struggles in marriage or or, or couples that have only been married a few years but already in a sexless sexless marriage. Yeah. I was like, it's you can still change, right? You, you have your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. You don't have to say, well, this is the way it is. Yeah. This is going to stay this way. That's the way it's always going to be. Yeah. This is it. You know, this this is my life now. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way. You can manage a transition effectively, um, even if you're starting late. Absolutely. So let's talk about the idea. I want to keep going on with the idea of resilience. So I read a study and it was detailing uh, people immigrating into the United States and some of the things that they did that helped them build resilience to keep going when things are challenging. And so I realized some of these may not sound applicable, but they are because it's building resilience and trying to transition and keeping resilience going. The first thing that they found in people that successfully were able to to immigrate to the United States was they all possessed cognitive reframing. Reframing cognitive reframing is a powerful tool. We do this all the time in therapy. I mean all of the time. You're taking a situation and you're reframing it. You are literally putting a new frame on this situation. So instead like a, like a marital transition instead of going, "Wow, this is going to break us." So let's reframe that a little bit. Why don't we say instead of, oh, this is just going to destroy our marriage, this is going to help us. Like this is going, this this transition is going to make us stronger, yeah. not weaker. And no, so, this, is, this is an opportunity, not a problem. That's exactly right. This is an opportunity for us to do X, Y, or Z, for us to grow, for us to grow closer together. So I think when it comes to keeping some of these ideas in your mind, when it comes to building resilience and navigating transition, is having that cognitive reframe instead of going, oh, this is going to be terrible. What can I do? At, what, what's going to happen as a result of this? It's like, okay, so we live out in the middle of nowhere. Um, hopefully it will change that soon. <laughs> we, live, we live out in the middle of nowhere. And we were, man, this, I, this just hit me. We were driving and part of the trip into town, they do controlled burning in the forest. And we were driving by and Erica goes, Hey kids, look, they're doing controlled burning. I don't remember if it was Bentley or Audrey goes, well, why do they do that? And Erica goes, well, they do that. So new life can form. Why do you drop your mic right then? Man. I don't understand. Why, why did you just drop your mic? It's supposed to be on a stand. <laughs> so, but it's like, that's the idea behind the cognitive reframe is, well, why is there this burning? Why is there this challenge? It's oh well, they're do this is happening. So new life can form. And so when it comes to even the transition, that cognitive reframe, why is this happening? Because the the beginning of a season comes at the end of another one. The beginning of a season comes at the death of another one. And so having that reframe can help dramatically in first building resilience, but also navigating the change. No, I love that. And that's that's something um, our pastor taught us several years ago. I stole one of the, 
I stole. I borrowed one of his. <laughs> his uh, <laughs> the way he looks at things and the way he talks about it. I was a youth pastor, and if you're a youth pastor out there, you've probably made some dumb mistakes. Um, and so I had taken the advice of this other youth pastor who said, "Hey, my kids loved playing this game." And we started off with a ton of services playing these games. And I'd had the kids do this little obstacle course as a team. And it ended with one of them drinking a Coke through a sock. Um, <laughs> well, I, I didn't buy new socks for this. And so they used their own sock. And it caused us you know, a little bit of ruckus with some of our nurses there in the church. Um, and so the pastor calls me one day. And he doesn't say we have a problem, yeah. right? He says, hey, Taylor, we have a learning opportunity. Yeah. This is a learning opportunity. And I had a lot of learning opportunities yeah. as youth pastor. Um, but I use that now all the time yeah. is, is you know, this is a learning opportunity yeah. for us that this isn't a problem. This isn't a roadblock. Yeah. This isn't a stop. This is a learning opportunity for yeah. us. And, and I've used that in our business time and time again of here's a problem. Here's what we're facing here's a learning opportunity for us to grow from. Yeah. Um, Cause if you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And, and absolutely. So, um, I heard somebody say the other day, you know, when I wake up, I want to wake up with a yawn, not a groan. And, and so yeah. when I wake up, I want to wake up with a yawn saying, hey, I'm ready to face this day. Yeah. No matter what comes up, yeah. comes our way. Um, I want to be growing. And so, yeah. The second thing that the study found was uh, the second strategy. And again, this is on building resilience in change is behavioral adaptability. Behavioral adaptability. You're using some big words, Jeremy. Yeah. So, the, yeah, I have $100 words on a $5 budget. <laughs> <laughs> so, the idea behind behavioral adaptability is when I'm navigating this, I'm going. I'm going to have to change. I'm going to have to adapt to my man. I'm going to have to adapt to my new environment. Mm. My environment, by and large, is not going to adapt to me. So when I'm in transition and I'm going from one season to another, I have to learn to be adaptable. That means I have to learn to change. I have to learn to be flexible. What's the, it's the it's the forgotten beatitude. Blessed are the flexible, for they won't be bent out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to learn in transition that my behavior, I have to be adaptable. I have to be moldable and changeable to fit into new seasons, to fit into new contexts, to fit into new to new places to new companies new organizations new churches whatever the case may be so that idea behind adaptability is massive in navigating change successfully because what can happen if we're not careful we can get rigid in our thinking and then we can go well that this new company this new church this new situation this new opportunity it's not like my old one so there's there must be something wrong with this new one then especially if it's a positive change or whatever even if it's a negative though where so we get so comfortable in our season, we get so comfortable in our organization, we get so com- comfortable in our church that when transition does happen, we can be regularly looking back and comparing what we're in now to what we've come from. Mm. And so just being adaptable and being flexible. Yeah, no, and that reminds me, uh, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, we both go to church, right? And so we talk a lot about being on the potter's wheel. Right. Yes. And, and so when you were talking about that, I was thinking, you know, when Christ is shaping us and, and he maybe shape us this way for a season and this way for another season, maybe we're going from, you know, a water pitcher to a vase or a vase to yeah. something else, you know, or, or we're holding something. Um, but we have to be able to sh- shift and shape ourselves to whatever comes our way yeah. because we can't control. We, we, we can't control life. Yeah. You know, the only thing inevitable is life is change. Yeah. And so we have to change with it. Yes. To be able to say, this is who I am. This is how I've always been. You knew that when you married me. Um, 
doesn't fly. Yeah. It just doesn't. You know, it's a very immature way of thinking, in my opinion. And, and we've talked about emotional immaturity, um, yeah. but we have to be adaptable. We have to be able to change regardless of what it is. And, and I've seen, um, I've talked to guys before, like, well, you know, this is, again, this is who I was, right? She knew yeah. this when I married me. I'm like, yeah, but, you know, you've changed jobs five times since then. I'm sure you changed for your jobs. You know, I, right. I, I, I'm sure you learned a new skill. You used something else um, in order to grow and adapt to that environment. Right. I've I, I ran a bulldozer before. I didn't wear a suit every day when I went. Yeah, right? I, I didn't. I had to change to what right. fit the environment. Right. Um, and we have to do that sometimes when we go through transitions of knowing, hey, just because I've always been this way doesn't mean I can't yeah. change the fit. And, and I want to clarify this because I think some people might might get confused. This is not saying you're a chameleon or you're being fake. This just means this just means you're you're adapting to your environment yeah. that you are having you are having to change. Because the chances are your environment's not going to change because of you. Just yeah. like just like running a bulldozer, right? <laughs> it's not going to change just because you're in a suit. It's not. It's, that it's just going to make you look silly. Yeah. So the other two things I want to talk about uh, as we come to an end here is sociability. Sociability. Not isolating yourself. This is so incredibly important when, you're, when you are navigating change and when you are navigating transition is there is a tendency if you're not careful to isolate and the problem with isolation is then you become an echo chamber to your own thoughts and you are not allowing those in your new season to influence you and you're also not able to be an influence to them either by just isolating and saying well because this isn't what i thought i'm just going to take my toys and go home and so it's being sociable that means getting out of, for those of you who are transitioning from job, maybe you are moving to new cities, maybe you're moving to new churches, fellowship with people, get involved in the lives of the people that you're, that you are in new season with. So sociability, not isolating because again, you get in an echo chamber of yourself and then all you hear is your own thoughts. And then when you hear your own thoughts, you're going, okay, well, I'm just, uh, this is terrible or this is no good or or maybe maybe you're the opposite and you're going this is all good and nothing can go wrong well that's also not realistic either so being sociable no i agree and and you know i take revelations twelve eleven to heart a lot of times where it says you know they triumphed over him by the word or by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and i live by that a lot of storytelling you know analogies of hey we have to get out there and learn from others absolutely uh, and People can be affected by us and how we went through it because there's going to be a time that you are used for your testimony. And no matter what sure. testimony that is, um, you know, I'm 35 years old. I can look and say, okay, well, here's a few big stories in my life, but there's little experiences that happen almost every day that have shaped who I am today. Yeah. And, and, and I have the opportunity to help someone in the future go through this, yeah. you know, to, to overcome stuff. I know when, when Megan and I had issues, um, and, Every couple has issues, but there was a time um, after we went through a really big struggle at the beginning of our marriage where people would come up to us later and be like, oh, yeah, no, we saw you guys were going down that path and, and we really wanted to say something. Oh, okay. But, but you didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would have been really nice. Appreciate you, the thought there. Yes. You know, it would have been great for you to say something beforehand. Um, but by being able to help others, you know, go through what you went through by being social or yeah. getting out and, and talking to some people. Um, because it is going to affect you and yeah. it is going to stay with you and it does um, help you create your testimony for yes. the future. Yes. I think the la and the last one is courage. Just being courageous 
staying with it, and like we've talked about, not giving up, it is so easy for, I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound harsh, but people who are weak-minded to just give up. But, okay, Taylor, you've started many companies, and I know all of them have been unbelievably successful. Like all of them, yes. Yeah, every yes, all, yes. No, okay, but let's be honest, right? I'm sure you've had companies that didn't quite work out like you thought they would. Definitely. Now, had you quit, had you had you not had courage to keep going on, where would you be? Not where I am today. Definitely would not be sitting here doing this podcast and and running the things that we we're blessed to be able to run today. Right. Yeah. But it's easy though when you're in transition to go. Well, things just aren't working out. I guess I'll just go kick the can down the road and try something else, or I'm just going to give up. No, be courageous. In times of transition, things get difficult. It's okay. Let those cause you to grow and don't give up. Be courageous. Be strong. Do it. It is. And I think, you know, how you relate that to business, you know, there's a big difference between being the owner and being the manager. Mm -hmm. um, and I've had these conversations with people that, that have friends of our business in the past of, you know, you as the manager, you can throw in the towel. You can walk away. Sure. You you can. Sure. Right? Yes, it, it may affect you don't get a paycheck right now. You know, it may affect you short term. You can throw in the towel anytime you want to. As the owner, man, I've got my blood, sweat, and tears in this. You know, this, this isn't, I can't just walk away. There's more yeah. than, well, I lost my job. No, like I lost a, a whole livelihood. I've yeah. filed bankruptcy. You know, right. like, like you, you can't just throw in the towel. And I think about that a lot during transitions. I can't just throw in the towel. You know, when I'm going through issues in my marriage, I can't just throw in the towel. Like this is, right. I have to, there's no other choice but to move forward. You know, when we look at old generals in the past of there's no retreat. We're burning the ships. Yeah. Like there's no other option than to make this work. Yeah. And, and I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to live in this isolated, um, you know, period of transition forever. Let, let's get our hands dirty. Yeah. Let's do the work and let's get through this transition and move forward into what God has for us. Absolutely. Everybody, thank you for listening today. Hopefully this has helped you in at least giving you some tools in navigating your own transitions so they don't get lost in translation. Um, you can check us out everywhere that podcasts are found. Make sure you like us on social media and we'll see you guys next week.